Welcome to NextCast. My name is Nathan Whitlock, an editor at Humber Press. NextCast is a podcast about teaching and learning at Humber College. Every episode, we talk to some of the faculty and staff who are leading innovation both inside and outside the classroom. This episode, we speak to Bernie Manette, the program coordinator for the web development program offered to the School of Media Studies and Information Technology. We'll be talking to Bernie about a new classroom initiative he has helped put together in which students from two different programs take the same course simultaneously and approach the same subject matter from two different angles. Welcome to NextCast, Bernie. Um, I've been uh, getting told by a few people about this initiative that you've been uh, working on. Um, this sort of really interesting, it's almost an experiment with having two uh, classes or students from two different courses taking the same uh, class and, and uh, simultaneously. I was wondering if you'd tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, sure. The, uh, uh, so I'm the program coordinator of the web development program, and it's a postgraduate uh, certificate. So we take uh, students who've uh, had one complete, at least one complete, uh, post-secondary uh, education experience, and we train them up to become web developers. So um, we provide, the, the curriculum for the program provides uh, what we think is a complete package. So it's not just um, programming. But it's also understanding the the, the business logic of web development, the uh, project management, information architecture, usability, accessibility for people with disabilities, and along with you know highly complex programming. And uh, this year, there's a new program at Humber called the User Experience Design. And User Experience Design is also a postgraduate uh, certificate, and it is taking um, similar students. Um, who into user experience. So user experience is heavily research-based. It is about uh, looking at digital interactions from, a, um, from the user perspective. So how, how will people actually use these things and how do you know and you know, what kind of users are you after and that sort of thing. So both courses or both programs have a class called information architecture. And information architecture is about um, content. So what do you do with content? What content do you have? What content do you need? What do you call things? What's the sequence of the interaction that you want to do? Um, in other words, it's really the fundamentals of the user experience. And so since both courses, or sort of both programs, have an information architecture class, uh, I was approached to teach it for uh, the user experience people. But as a coordinator, I have um, only so much time. And so what we thought we would do is uh, combine the two classes and um, because it's the same topic and then sort of create genuinely multidisciplinary teams amongst the stu both student groups. So we have, uh, we have, we have big teams, um, but we have teams that incorporate the web development students on one side and the user experience design students on the other. So this is going, we've been looking at um, you know, the the way we deliver courses at Humber, um, we've been considering how can we break down barriers um, and get away from, um, you know, what are on the surface uh, administrative decisions, not curriculum decisions. So uh, this was part of that. It was, it was an experiment 
you know, if you when you ask us, you know, what did you hope to achieve? It's like, well, we wanted to see if we could do it in the first place. Huh. Um, and then we were we have no data points, so we were hoping to use this to collect a series of data points to see, you know, if we could break down this one barrier between from one program to the next, what would it look like? And what uh, do the students know that they are guinea pigs in this in this course? Oh yeah, we, we 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 told them the the purpose of it. Um, and the benefits to them of being involved in something like this. Multidisciplinary teams are the best teams um, because the, uh, the idea is you're creating a shared vision. You're managing a consensus um, uh, as to what this thing is supposed to look like and how is it supposed to operate. And um, once you, if, if you visit industries, some of them are very much, you know, we have developers and they work at one table and we have designers, they work at another. And they only come together every now and then, and it, and it tends to be their big, their big walls or barriers between the disciplines. And so what we're trying to do is really get rid of those barriers mm-hmm. and give everybody a voice you know, at the table because it's really the conversation that counts, not the output. Right. Right. It's how you have assembled things. It's how you've, you know, you've you've agreed to communicate. It's it's all these things that are much more important than saying, oh, okay, this is going to look exactly like this. And just that idea of having all those teams work together. I mean, that's that's applicable across the board. I mean, marketing and mm-hmm. sales and advertising, yep. but also publishing and magazines mm-hmm. and the website versus the print side versus yep. the, you know, all all of those are starting to break down and and. There's there's a lot of convergence. Um, every industry has a need to um, develop uh, a good understanding of how to use the web and digital media to put out their message. Um, and so what we're you know what we're trying to do, and, and our our employers tell us this too. You know, so what we'll do is we'll bring grads from previous years in to come and talk to the students. And it's, it's sort of like bring your boss to school day because mm-hmm. they'll often come in with their boss. And so you know, what they tell us is that they appreciate the technical skills that Humber students have. They almost take those as a given, right? They, there may be a test or something like that to evaluate problem-solving skills. But they sort of say, well, if you've graduated from the program, we expect that you have good programming technical skills. What they're really looking for is cultural fit. So what kind of person are you to work with? Do you rub people the wrong way? Or do you never answer emails? Do you, you know, how do you communicate? These are the things that, that really make the difference for them in feeling that they've made a good hire. And so a lot of that is you know, they feel very good about students coming from Humber because you know, th- my students are always working in teams. Right. And mm-hmm. so, you know, web development becomes more of a social exercise than it becomes a technical exercise. And when they actually do start working, they've they've mastered this already. Right. And they just fit right into the teams that they've been put onto once they start working. So it's the soft skills. It's actually yeah. like it's it feels very techy and it feels very, mm-hmm. uh, you know, technological, but it's actually building these soft skills into yeah. the into the into the learning. Do you I mean, there's a lot of. A lot of programs and a lot of schools at Humber already have partnerships and work together on certain things. But do you think this is a, a model that could be used across the college? Which, well, my thing is is we're looking at at this point we're looking at different ways of delivering the curriculum, and um, you know, 
how do we how do we make something that is more um, you know that this, that has this level of sophistication that we want, but is more flexible in its in its delivery and its thinking, right? You know, how do we maintain the rigor of our programs, but be flexible in our mindsets, so that you know a whole a much wider variety of students can come in and succeed through our programs. That's that's what my thinking has been about it. You know, and we've been you know the School of Media Studies. We've been doing a number of things over the last couple of years, so it's not. So this is one of them, and not necessarily a very big one. Um, we spent a lot of time uh, working on what's called a common first year. So the idea is that we will teach, you know, the the basic skills across different programs, and bring all the students together and sort of let them. Um, experience these things, uh, you know, not based on a program, but more based on the subject matter. And I believe the business school has been doing something similar with theirs as well. And so it's hard, you know. Um, you know, different programs feel strongly that you know we're teaching something according to the needs of our discipline, but we're also trying to look at this and say, well, how do we just, you know, what are the core things that people need to do, and then, you know. Later on in a program, we can say, okay, this is what you need to know about this particular topic that's specific to what we do. And so, you know, that's been, you know, it's been interesting. It's been interesting from a, you know, curriculum development point of view. It's been interesting from a scheduling point of view. It's been interesting from, you know, remediation for students who might not do very well or students who need accommodation. And, but, you know, we go back to my sort of my fundamental position on something like this is, you know, why don't we just try it and see what happens, <laughs> right? And, and I think as long as we're compassionate towards the students and we are not sort of, you know, hidebound by our rules, you know, we can, you know, we can run these sorts of things where we don't know what, how, how it's going to work. And if, we, and, if, and if we let compassion be our guide, then even if, we, if, if things go wrong with this, we can still make sure that the students get what they have been promised um, through, you know, through the course outline and, and by being at Humber, right? And so often it requires a much more, um, you know, I mean, students will come to you and, and they're very upset or they're very worried, right? And so a lot of the stuff that we do is, is how do we reduce the worry? Because the worry itself is, is useless, right? And so if we can reduce the worry and reduce the fear, and then all of a sudden the performance improves significantly. And so even though we might say, well, you know, it's an experiment, we don't know what we're getting, we can make sure that the students know what they need to know leaving the program or leaving the course. Well, thank you very much, Bernie. This has been great. Thank you for coming on NextCast. Yeah. Well, you're very welcome. Anytime. You know, I I have many well-formed opinions about teaching. (laughs) We will be getting them in the uh, process of time. Thanks so much. You're very welcome. NextCast is produced by Humber Press and the creative productions team at the Center for Teaching and Learning at Humber College. Special thanks to Panit Waugh, Santino Pinozzo, Alison Lasorda, Darren Richards, and Eileen DeCourcy. To suggest stories for future episodes of NextCast or to let us know what you think, email HumberPress, all one word, at humber.ca. That's humberpress at humber.ca. To learn more about the workshops, teaching certificates, and other support offered through the Center for Teaching and Learning, and to read issues of Next Magazine, go to humber.ca slash Center for Teaching and Learning. 
Thanks for listening. See you next time. That's not a pun.